Welcome to Power Past the Competition, the podcast where John Latka, a retail automotive expert with an undeniable track record in sales leadership, employee development, and performance management, shares ways and means to help you get energized and rev up sales. And now, here's your host, John Latka. Welcome back, everyone. I'm John Latka, and this is Power Past the Competition, podcast number 23. In this episode, I'll be talking about texting. You'll hear about the pros and cons, some do's and don'ts, along with relevant etiquette. You'll then be able to decide if and when texting is the right fit for your intended message. I'm sure we can all agree that text messages are a powerful means of communication. Why? Because it's high priority, concise, and fast. Research shows us that it was in the 2010s when sending short, informal messages became an accepted part of many cultures. And now, text messages are widely used for personal, family, business, governmental, and social purposes. When it comes to pros and cons of texting, it can be narrowed down to a few points. The advantages of texting can be seen in its reputation as high priority, meaning messages are likely to be read and replied to right away. The disadvantages of text messaging are its limitations. Here are a few examples. Texting doesn't work as long-form communication. It's not good at exchanging large files. And like most written forms of communication, it's difficult, if not impossible, to detect emotions behind the conversation. Now, let's take a further look at the pros and cons of texting. Number one, texting gets messages across fast. It's pretty much immediate. Writing, sending, and replying is super quick. And unlike email, it doesn't need to be formal with a greeting or signature. Texting is also a great way to start a conversation quickly and then transition to a phone call if needed. And on that note, if and when either party realizes that the conversation would be better with a phone call, they don't have to go to their contact list to find the number. The transition is seamless. Number two, texting is accessible. No matter where someone is, even without a Wi-Fi connection. And everyone with a mobile phone has access to a text messaging app. That's why it's used so often and is the best way to get someone's attention. And according to a recent report by a business text messaging company, 64% of consumers have spent more time on their mobile phone each day during the pandemic. And 50% said they've sent more texts than they normally would. Number three. A text gets read almost immediately. And unlike email with open rates around 20%, text messages have an open rate of 98%. The majority of people will jump on their mobile device. 
it's obvious that the best and fastest way to get a hold of a customer is by text. And apparently, up to 83% of people will reply to a business text within 30 minutes. Number four, texting is concise because of the character limits, and it helps us to be more efficient in how we communicate. And a short message accomplishes two things. It gets your point across and shows that you are respectful of the other person's time. Number five, texting is for everyone, from young to old. So it doesn't matter how old you are, everyone can use text. And most people would prefer that businesses use it more often. Number six, texting by its very nature tends to be more conversational and personal than email, which leans toward a more formal style. And number seven, texting tends to be more trusted because it's less likely that people get spammed. Most people find it an extremely reliable way to get important messages. Now, let's look at the disadvantages or cons of texting. Texting can't and shouldn't be used for long-form communication. It's simply meant to be a short message. I don't know about you, but if I get a long text or a bunch of many meant to be part of the same message, it drives me crazy. If it's going to be a long message, switch to email or the phone. It can be next to impossible to determine the sender's emotions in a text, and perceptions can easily lead to misunderstandings. And some people, especially in a business text, may feel pressure to read and reply immediately. I usually write something like, not urgent, or at your convenience, so the person doesn't feel pressured. Now, let's talk about some highlights of texting etiquette. And when it comes to texting, an expectation or assumption is a prompt reply, when possible. Texts should never be sent or answered during inappropriate moments. These could include movie theaters, church services, and funerals. Not to mention training sessions, business meetings, and family gatherings. I remember taking my wife and son out for lunch and grabbing my phone when I got a text notification. My son looked at me and said, put that thing away, and I did. If you must send or answer in these situations, it's best to excuse yourself and go outside or to another room so you don't disturb others. And remember to keep your texts short. If you have more to say, break it up into a couple of texts or get on the phone. Another thing to remember is not to text anything that is sensitive in nature, whether it's business or personal. That should be reserved for a phone call or an in-person conversation. 
Always reread your text before sending and save yourself from a potentially embarrassing situation. To give you an example, I received a text from an employee regarding a follow-up she was doing with a potential client. The text I got was, I'll be on crack by noon. And I almost fell off my chair. It was meant to say, I'll be back to him by noon. Just goes to show that autocorrect isn't always reliable. And don't send a lot of attachments. While a picture or link is okay, more than that may be overwhelming. Never forget to double-check the recipient. Autofill could result in your text going to the wrong person, because chances are you have more than one person with the same first name in your list of contacts. While texts are meant to be informal, it should not excuse anyone from using proper grammar. Try not to use abbreviations and keep it professional especially for business purposes. If you're texting to people in different time zones, don't text too early or too late. A rule of thumb is not before 7 a.m. and not after 9 p.m. in their respective time zones. And last but not least, never text while driving, ever. Don't be the one to cause a fender bender or, heaven forbid, a fatal accident. In closing, everyone texting for business purposes at your dealership needs to be aware of the pros and cons along with the opportunities texting offers. So, if you'd like to find out more about texting, you can reach out to me through John Latka on LinkedIn through our contact page on AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com or simply call toll-free at 877-708-8484. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like it, share it, download and subscribe to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next week, may God bless, good selling, and stay safe. Power Past the Competition with John Ladka airs every week and is sponsored by Automotive Business Solutions. Automotive Business Solutions, a boutique consulting agency offering workshops, seminars, and performance-specific software to help you power past the competition. Find Automotive Business Solutions online at AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Podstarter.